is the Jose Show. Jose Show. And welcome to another exciting episode of the Jose Show. I am your host, Jose Roldan Jr. And tonight's co-host is my friend, and he's also an actor, uh, Joe Fitzpatrick. Hey, welcome back to the show, bud. Hey, Jose. Thanks for having me on. That's good. It seems like we just talked briefly a while ago. <laughs> yes, it seems like it was just a few minutes ago. I know, I know, right? Uh, that's that's kind of crazy, but... Um, Okay, so yeah, that, the, hold on. Let me see. Let me find it. Where's it at? Where's it at? I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> okay, there we go. A little airtime there. All right, so tonight's topic, and, and like I have explained um, before, I want to do some topics that are off topic versus interviewing um, actors, actresses, directors, people that's had cancer. Um, sometimes it's nice to have somebody to talk to, uh, to bounce off um, ideas. Um, whether it be news topics, uh, religion. And I know at the beginning, when I first started the podcast, I said I would never talk about politics, religion, or anything like that. Um, but you know what? I changed my mind. And, you know, sometimes it's good to talk about that. Maybe it'll open somebody's eyes. Maybe it'll open my eyes. Maybe it'll open Joe's eyes. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, right now his eyes are open, and so is mine. Um, but uh, so anyway, tonight's topic, we're going to be talking about uh, and, and this is going to be kind of scary. Big Pharma. That's right. Doesn't that scare you, Joe? Yes, I'm quaking. <laughs> You're quaking. All right, so let me give you a little bit of background about me. Um, I worked actually in the pharmaceutical industry for about 20 years. Um, I worked at a mail-order pharmacy um, back in the day. It was called... When I first started out, it was National Rx, and it went to Merck Medco, um, and it went to Merck, and it went to a bunch of different names. Um, we were literally bought out by Express Scripts back in 2012, and I had lost my job. So um, I remember one time somebody came up to me and said, hey, will you don uh, donate money to cancer? And I said, No. And they're like, oh, my goodness, you're evil and you're cruel and, and stuff like that. And I said, I said, listen, I said, I work in the industry. And I said, at that time, this was back in the, I want to say, mid-90s, early 2000s. I said, there's like 400 drugs alone just for cancer. And I said, I believe there's a cure. Can I prove it? No. I said, but if there was a cure... These pharmaceutical companies would go out of business. There would be a tailspin um, in the economy, and everybody would lose their jobs. I said, you got to understand, the the pill-popping industry, the legal one, is a big moneymaker, and the government's not going to allow that to go away because they get money off of that. Do you agree or disagree with that? Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. There's something going on. Similar to what you're talking about, can I prove it outright? No, but it just seems interesting that we have so many drugs for so many things and we're able to figure out other things. Why can we not figure out how to cure cancer or why can we not figure out how to address some of these other issues that we're seeing out there? I, I know it's crazy. Um, I don't even know how many pills are different types of prescriptions or whatever you want to call it for people. I know, um, when I used to open up the mail, um, because people would send um, our prescri their prescriptions in the mail, 
And I kid you not, and, and this is not exaggerating, this is not lying. I, I think I remember one person having, I want to say 20, 24 different prescriptions. Okay, hmm. I, obviously, you got something definitely wrong to have that many prescriptions. Um, and then how is it that none? Now, I know the company that I worked at, they had people that went through all the prescriptions just to make sure that there was no contradictions, you know, or one cancels the other or one makes one prescription makes the other work in a way that it shouldn't work. But the fact is now, now this is what I've heard too. Now I, I have no proof that the doctors actually push pills on people. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I, I, I would imagine that. And just seeing the pharmaceutical reps that show up uh, at some of these doctors and just seeing some of the reactions that I see from doctors that I've uh, had experience with, they don't seem like it's a positive experience where there's a pharmaceutical rep showing up at their their place of work. And interestingly enough, I don't know if you've had this happen, but mysteriously, uh, the doctor talks to me about, oh, well, you know, you have a problem with your eye or you have this going on, this infection or something. Well, you know what? Here we have these coupons for this type of prescription. And it's like, well, how did you end up with these coupons for this type of prescription over something else? And then it ends up... I end up going to the pharmacy and finding out that this particular prescription is not something that is covered by my plan and it's uh, $300. <laughs> and, you know, and when there's a generic out there that you can use, you know, so there's got to be something going on for that to be able to be happening. Here's a, here's a coupon, you know, just like McDonald's. Here's your little online coupon to save some money. <laughs> I think exactly. Exactly. I, I think that's funny. Now, I also heard, you know, that doctors get a kickback whenever they prescribe prescriptions. Like I said, I can't prove it. So this is this is this is my opinion. This is what I've heard. But I believe it to be true. I, w I would agree with that, too. And, and that's where I would think maybe these coupons are coming into play because there there were other prescriptions when I came up. And I remember one particular time when I told the doctor, I just can't afford this prescription and I've still got this problem. Oh, well, we can we can assign you this then or we can prescribe you this. And well, why didn't you describe me that before You know, or prescribe me that before? So I, I don't know. There, there has to be some kind of kickback or some kind of way that that's working. Somebody greasing somebody else's palm or something like that. What, what did you say? Greasing somebody's palm? <laughs> Ew. Oh. <laughs> anyway, you know, it's funny that you said that. Now, this what I'm saying now is a little bit off topic. But I remember back in the day when I had a dog that was um, kind of ill and I took it to the vet. And when they priced out how much it was going to be to save my dog. And they brought it out. I think it was like a thousand bucks or something. I, I, don't, I don't remember exactly. And I go, like, how am I going to pay a thousand bucks? Well, uh, hold on. We'll be right back. So they go back and they come back. We could do it for 500, but we can't guarantee your dog will survive. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I love my dog. How much does it cost to put my dog under humanely? You know, oh, that's $200. Okay, let's do that. You know, so it's it's like. I honestly believe in some of the prescriptions. Okay. Take for instance, um, I used to know this lady that was one of the security guards at the place I worked and she had a son and he, I think he had a form of cancer. He was on a prescription that was $10,000 a month. How do you justify charging that for a person when knowing the average Joe, no pun intended, can't pay that. I can't afford $10,000 a month. Can you? 
No, not at all. And I, I completely agree with you on that. Some of this stuff is just outrageously priced. I, I think back to what was it? The insulin pens. I think that we've yes. had recently that the whole big uh, to do was uh, how can you, how can you charge that much for something like that? That just blows me away. It does. It, it's crazy. Now um, I used to listen to uh, Rush Limbaugh and you know, you know, it's amazing when he passed away, um, how many people want, well, when they found out he had cancer, how many people wished he would die and this and that? I'm like, come on, dude. I don't care if, if I don't like somebody, I'm not going to wish somebody to die if they got a disease. Like, nope. come on, got to freaking grow up. Um, he said something one time on his podcast, and it kind of made sense. He said if every American was to go to their doctor and the doctor did like a full panel checkup of your entire body, you know, your blood, blood work and all that stuff, and prescribe vitamins, then he said, you know, because you may need this milligrams of vitamin C and this of vitamin B and, and I may need, need something totally different. But if he said, if every American was able to do that, he said it would cut the healthcare in half. Um, because I firmly believe this, this is my opinion. And, and if you don't agree with it, I completely understand. I believe the big pharma wants to keep you sick so they can push more pills on you so they can make money. Yes. I said that. Oops. No, I, I agree 100%. That's exactly my stance on, on the issue as well. And I think if more folks paid attention to vitamins and eating correctly and understanding that kind of stuff and taking care of their health, we would be able to alleviate some things. Could we get rid of things? I think there's too many outside contributors. There's carcinogens in things that we do. I don't know if we could completely eliminate everything, but I think vitamins are vitally important. And I, I, I take a lot of vitamins. I, I can say for myself that my health is decent and it's something that I've really been invested in over the past several years. So I, you know, I'm, I'm living proof with that. So I think a lot of people should do that. No, I agree with you. I, I, I firmly believe in vitamins. Um, for the fact is my dad's 82 and he takes, I mean, to me, it's like everything known to man. Um, uh, and, his health seems to be very good. I mean, he literally here the last couple of weeks, he fainted and all this stuff. And they did all the blood work and did all kinds of chest x-rays and brain scans and nothing wrong with him. So, uh, you know, but he takes all kinds of different vitamins and just to help his body. And he seems to get around pretty well for being his age. Um, now, my thing is, uh, now I had talked to a doctor one time, and I'll just give an example. I, I believe vitamins are good, and I believe we all need some sort of vitamins. Um, but a doctor told me one time, too much of anything is not good. So she suggested, like um, like I told her, I like to eat carrots. She goes, carrots are good, but if you eat too much, they kind of have like a negative effect on you. So eat them, and then, you know, let it die down a little bit. A couple weeks, don't have it, or, you know. And then eat it again. So my thing is, I took that as it's okay to take vitamins, but if you take whatever, say tons of vitamin C a day, um, I think that'll have a reverse effect because I believe vitamin C can mess up your liver. So, you know, you got to be careful because, you know, you don't want to screw up your liver. I know my mom, when she was taking medicines, she had to get drugs that bypassed all that. So that way, because our kidneys and everything, not liver, kidneys, um, because the kidneys filters everything out. And if she took pills that 
went through her kidney, it really made uh, the heck out of it. Like it just tore it up even more. So I, I believe that, you know, it's okay. And, and I'm not telling you to take vitamins. That's not what this, sh- this show is about. Um, so don't go home and say, hey, Jose said take the No. You, if you're going to take vitamins, you need to talk to your healthcare professional, um, you know, and and see what they say. I mean, they'll probably tell you no, but but just just do it. Um, I'm just saying that to clear myself. And um, anyway, Joe, what do you think? I I agree. Everything in moderation. You want to pay attention to what you're doing. There are some vitamins that I understand uh, can be harmful if you take too many of them. And so you definitely want to monitor that. There's a lot of good research out there that goes through those kinds of things. And uh, I just think if you pay attention to what's going on and do your research, you're going to be better off for that. Um, uh, There's a lot of, like I said, a a lot of things that I've studied, a lot of things that I still study that I do research on in order to understand what I need to take and how I need to take it and how it, how it works. Uh, one of the biggest things I think is uh, D3. Uh, I think a lot of us really have uh, a lot of deficit of D3. We don't get out in the sun, especially lately with all this COVID stuff and everybody was staying inside. Uh, there were, you know, definitely a lot of stuff going on there, but I think D3 is a big thing that really helps us with our immune system. And you want to have D3 with K2 because D3 in itself isn't as good for you by itself without having K2 because, and I'm not exactly sure how the synthesis works, but it helps it work within your system and it, and it helps it safely. And that's another one where, you know, taking too much D3 without K2 is probably not healthy for you. Man, that's a lot of uh, letters. <laughs> numbers but no i'm deficient in uh vitamin d3 um because i i really don't like to get out i mean i do cut grass at work and stuff like that but uh, i'd rather be inside in the shade but yeah um no it's, it's just crazy but we're gonna go ahead and take a commercial break you're listening to the jose show Hey folks, this is Jose for The Jose Show. If you have a website, a podcast, or you would like to support the show, just hit me up with an email to zhills411 at gmail.com and in the subject line put support the show. Thank you. And welcome back to The Jose Show. I am your host, Jose Roll Dan Jr. So um, the other day, uh, my dad likes to drink this Nani juice. So I bought... Um, some nani juice from Amazon and it was four bottles and he decided he didn't want it. So I got it in my refrigerator and the other day I opened that sucker and I took about a one ounce cup. Oh my goodness. That stuff was like, I mean, as soon as it hit my tongue, I was like, Ew. and then I'm like, Ew. <laughs> it was nasty. I'm like, Oh, good Lord. But you know, they say if it, Stuff that's nasty for you is actually better for you. Well, okay. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've never had experience with Nani juice. I've heard of it before, but I've never, never tried it. So I couldn't tell you. Yeah. It's, um, uh, it's not an acquired taste. I mean, it's, it's just one of them things you gotta, you gotta power through. Um, now I know myself, I take, um, vitamins for my eyes. Um, you know, because I'm a diabetic and you know, a lot of the diseases that we have, um, we can either inherit it through our family, our parents, our hereditary, what they call it, or we can do it to ourselves. Now, I know my grandmother, my mom, they both had diabetes. Um, 
so I have diabetes. But, you know, a lot of times we may not have diabetes or, you know, whatever it is, we can bring it on ourselves by eating too much sweets, by eating too much. Obviously, I'm a bigger guy and I'm trying to lose weight. It's not that easy. Um, but, you know, we do stuff to our bodies that actually harm us. You know, you got people that smoke a lot. I mean, if you're going to smoke, smoke in moderation. If you're going to drink, drink in moderation. I mean, you know, I, I seen a guy one time. So, so check this out. I used to uh, be a, uh, a recycler. And uh, I used to recycle scrap metal, glass, aluminum, whatever. So this guy had a truck bed or truckload of beer cans. And uh, I said, man, I sure, I said, I sure hate to see the guy's liver that drank all that. And the guy goes, that was mine. I said, oh, I said, really? He goes, yeah, and I already put in for a transplant. And in my mind, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, Dude, I'm sorry. You do not deserve another liver so you can screw up another liver that could be for somebody else. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't want nobody to die. But if you if you throw your liver away because you're being stupid, drinking all the alcohol, and then expect to get another liver and do the same thing again, you're you're an idiot. I'm sorry. You know, God forgive me for saying that, but you are. It's just crazy. Well, we're we're told to be uh, good stewards. And that, that goes along with being a good steward of our body as well. So I think in that example right there, you want to be a good steward of your liver and in particular. And I, I would think if I had a challenge with my liver and I was getting a new one, I would definitely look at that as a second opportunity and, and make some changes. Now, I'm not this gentleman, so that's yeah. just my my opinion and the way that, but I, I, I have a feeling you would agree with me in that as well. Oh, yes. But that's an, that's an interesting story. Uh, and and I've, I've talked to some people who've had similar type things too. And, and you know, God bless them. Hopefully, the, you know, they'll see their ways and be able to change. And another thing I seen one time, you know, it, it just amazes me. And and I'm pretty sure people see stuff that I do, and it, it amazes them. And uh, and this this isn't funny what I'm about to say, but it's 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 kind of strange. I seen this person that had a trach, which is like a hole in their neck. Obviously, mm -hmm. that's from smoking. Okay. And so usually what they do is they put like a, a hose in there, like a pipe or whatever, not pipe, a hose, so they can breathe. So I seen this person take a cigarette, had it between their fingers, stick it here in their neck. And mm. I'm like, really? You already got cancer from smoking, but you're still, you're still doing it. Like you're sticking it in your throat or your, your neck. Like, when are you going to stop? Like, oh, like I said, it's your business if you want to do that. But, you know, don't you think, you know. You've already done enough damage. Don't keep doing it anymore. But like I said, that's my opinion. You know, you may or may not agree with it, or people listening may not agree with it. It is your life. You can choose to do whatever you want to do to your body, um, just like I do with my body. I'm, I'm an overweight guy, and I'm suffering consequences, and I got to do something about it. But it, it's not as easy as it seems. I can say that much. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, and addiction is something that unless you're – in the midst of it and we all have our addictions but and we don't necessarily recognize it but unless you're in the midst of it it's hard to hard to judge somebody for things that they do i, I can't imagine i never smoked i can't imagine what that's like uh, my father did uh for as long as i can remember and unfortunately by the time he gave it up he got lung cancer and he ended up passing away in 2000 from lung cancer from years of smoking 
Uh, and, and, and again, he, he stopped smoking about three years before he passed away. So kind of ironic that he decided to make a change and then he ended up losing it. I never really talked to him about addiction, uh, and, and, and what that was like for him trying to cut that out. But I, I have had some other friends that have been addicted to some other things, uh, painkillers, uh, a couple that are no longer with us that were addicted to heroin. So I don't really understand that whole thing and, and what the thought process is behind that. And, but it's, it's sad. And I, I, I would imagine, I guess, because they're not making the changes, they have decided not to, not to combat that and stand up against it. And that's unfortunate. You know, one of my, <laughs> I probably shouldn't say it, but one of my addictions is I love salty stuff, salty foods. So mm-hmm. about a year, two years ago, I was doing blood work and, and the doctor goes, my goodness, your sodium is high. What are you doing? And I just shook my head and I go, oh my God. I said, I said, you're not going to believe what I do. She's like, what? I said, I love to drink soy sauce. <laughs> She's like, oh my goodness. I'm like, I'm sorry. It just, you know, it's like, to me, it's like my sake, you know? Um, right. But yeah, that's. And and I love olives. I like Kalamata olives, green olives, anything that has a salty Ooh. flavor. Bacon. Yes. Um, like the other night, I made me a concoction of um, bacon, olives, Parmesan cheese, cheddar cheese, and I think some mm. capers. Maybe they put capers. And I just mixed it all together and ate it. I mean, that's just like a, a salt <laughs> overload. But that's that's my poison, and I, I have to I have to stop because I know that the the salt we need salt to live but salt can also kill us you know we have to have a balance and i think i have too much salt um and, and i know i do because a lot of times when i sweat i leave salt crust on my shirt and people look at me like what is that i'm like it's salt they're like Ew. they're like Ew. like i know what you mean <laughs> yeah and and i think uh in m- me personally in my weight loss journey now, I, I've lost nearly 100 pounds over a couple years. Uh, I, I was actually 265 pounds. I am in the high 170s now. Uh, and that was a big change for me. But I had to address some of the things exactly what you're saying. I love salty things. I love sweet things. I love the combination of salty and sweet. And I've had to learn how to combat that. And soy sauce, for example, I've been able to substitute with coconut aminos. It's a little bit sweeter and it's a little bit different, but it kind of bridges that gap for soy sauce. Uh, different things I had to learn throughout my my journey. My wife was a big partner with me in this, and she has lost about eighty pounds. So between the two of us, we basically have lost my stepson. Uh, but <laughs> it's been very interesting. But uh, it was a big mind change because. Jose, similar to like you're talking, that was exactly me. And that was exactly what I dealt with on a daily basis. And until I made a conscious change and learned how to reprogram myself, basically, uh, food-wise, and and had to learn how to balance some things out and substitute some things that I like. Now, I still eat bacon. I had bacon this morning for breakfast. Love bacon. But there's a certain kind of bacon that you can get that doesn't necessarily have so many sugars in it, and it's better for you. Uh, you know, and again, as we said earlier in the program, everything in moderation, you just have to pay attention to that. And I, I, I'm, I'm blessed to have been able to experience this, especially at my age, uh, to be able to lose the weight. And I'm hoping that I can keep it off. 
man, I'm just look. That's pretty cool. I'm just looking at the coconut aminos. Um, I don't think I've ever heard of that. Um, so does it actually taste like soy sauce? It tastes similar to soy sauce where it has a little more of a sweet as opposed to a salty, but there is a salty component to it as well. And again, it's something that you have to try to train yourself with to as a substitute. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the program that we did was called Whole30. Uh, are, are we still on the Whole30 plan? No. Uh, because it's not designed for you to live forever on this plan, but that's the one that we found that worked for us. And that's where we discovered the the coconut aminos and some other type of things, understanding how to eat a little bit differently. Well, I'm gonna have to check that out. Oh, and I was going to do this. Uh, congratulations uh, to, you, to you and your wife for losing all that weight. You deserve, thank you, everybody. That's the audience that's uh, listening to the show. They're clapping hands. That's pretty cool. Yes, thank you. Um, I'm going to have to get some of that. Um, man, I wonder if I can drink this like soy sauce. <laughs> I, I, I will be amiss if I don't say when you said the soy sauce thing, I'm, I may have had a little spoonful of the coconut aminos at, on a, at a time or two. Because uh, it does have that kind of soy sauce taste. And, and I was a soy sauce person, uh, just like you were saying. Uh, I <laughs> love Chinese food and I would drown it in soy sauce because I love the taste. Oh, of I it, did so. too, man. I would literally just take the uh, the sauce and just like douse it out. It'd be like a puddle in there. Yes. And then I would tell my wife, I'm like, when the lady comes, don't throw it away. Because what I do when I bring my next plate, I just dump it in because it's all seasoned, you know? <laughs> there wow. you go. There you go. All yeah. right. Um, so <laughs> lost my train of thought. We're going to go ahead and take a commercial break. You're listening to The Jose Show. Hey, folks, this is Jose for The Jose Show. If you have a website, a podcast, or you would like to support the show, just hit me up with an email to zhills411 at gmail.com, and in the subject line, put support the show. Thank you. And welcome back to The Jose Show. I am your host, Jose Roldan Jr. Wow, so... um. Joe, this has actually been a pretty cool episode. Uh, we kind of learned a little bit about each other, too, um, and maybe learned stuff that I never, like I said, the the coconut stuff, uh, coconut aminos. So I'm definitely going to have to try that. Um, so hopefully everybody enjoyed this uh, Big Pharma. I don't know if it's really what everybody wanted to listen to, but that's what I decided to talk about. And uh, so, Joe, um, before I let you go, do you have any uh, final thoughts, any reflections? And then share your social medias again, and I'll take over from there. I'll just say I didn't think that I could do what I did weight loss wise. And I think anybody out there that if you really concentrate on it, minus some medical things that may be happening in your life, and, and I would again, Pay attention to talking to a doctor before you do any kind of weight loss or anything like that. But I think, it, you know, if I can do it, anybody can do it. I, if you would have told me two years ago that I would be at this weight, I, I would have laughed at you because there's no way. But it's funny to look back at pictures of myself and go, oh, you know, this is a big change. And my wife as well. I'm proud of her for what she's done as well. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, I, I, if you're if you're looking to do it, find a plan that works for you. Whole thirty worked for us to get us started, and we've been able to make that lifestyle change and been able to maintain it and keep the weight off. So you know, just do it. Just do it, and share your social medias. Sure, you can find me on Facebook. Just look up Joe Fitzpatrick. Uh, you'll see my headshot for my acting uh, there. Uh, if you're looking up for me for uh, Instagram, it's Hockey Joe ninety nine. 
And then if you need anybody to be your national anthem singer, come visit me at my website at www.isingtheanthem.com. Cool, cool. You know, the uh, the other day, you know, Publix usually has that big scale. And uh, yes. I stepped on it, and a voice came out of it, and it said, one at a time. And I'm like, what? <laughs> anyway, no. No, I, actually, on a serious note, um, I have a pair of scales here, and it's like glass. It's made by Wise or Waze? Wise. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, I went to step on it, and it, it flashed battery dead. I'm like, no, you just didn't do that to me. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough of that. So if you want to reach the Jose show, oh, before I, before I give my social medias, um, you know, like I told everybody, uh, this episode is for entertainment purposes only. Um, if you want to start a weight loss regiment, you want to exercise, you want to take supplements, please, 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 please. And I know Joe will agree with me. Consult your, your primary care physician or any doctor that yes. you go to. Um, you know, I'm not, we're not telling you to take any of this. Um, definitely, you know, consult your doctor, do research on your own and take that to your doctor because I don't want to get in trouble for talking about something. And you say, Jose or Joe said to do it. We did not say to do it. But what I will say to do is make sure you share this podcast. Um, so anyway, if you want to reach the Jose Show on Facebook, um, look up uh, the Jose Show. You will find a group and a page. And on Instagram, I am the Jose Roldan. That's T H E J O S E R O L D A N. And on Twitter, I am at Jose Roldan Jr. That's the at symbol J O S E R O L D A N Jr. You were listening to the Jose Show, and I sure appreciate everybody uh, listening. And please share this podcast episode with your friends, family, and your enemies. And I want to thank Joe once again for being a co-host. Um, it's pretty cool, like I said, to have somebody to bounce uh, ideas. Whether we agree, whether he agrees or not, it's still pretty cool. Um, thank God he agrees pretty much with everything. <laughs> right, Joe? No, thank. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's a blessing to be here, and I'm honored to be on your show again. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and everybody, see you on the next episode of The Jose Show. Thanks for listening to The Jose Show. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And see you next time on The Jose Show.